0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work. The big 3: Lewis, Fernando, and Max. When will they quit? They're quite obviously the three biggest personalities in F1, and if any one of them chose to quit the world of Formula 1 and move on to pastures as new, or just quit racing altogether, it would be a monumental sea change within the entire motorsport. And if all three retired at once, I don't think F1 would ever financially recover from that. You might get more Norris fans, Charles fans, George fans, maybe if Daniel Ricciardo sticks around more people will go to him. But these three drivers are quite literally the biggest goats of modern day Formula One and they are all racing at the same time. All three drivers have made it clear they have plans for the future and F1 may not be part of that story. And some of them are sticking around and still competitive in their late 30s and early 40s, which up until recently was almost unheard of. Michael Schumacher was able to do it, and that was a shocker. And unfortunately, there were many other factors that were getting in the way of probably capping his full potential in this new era of the sport that he found himself in. You can go and watch this video to get more information about that. There was a lot more going on than you might have thought. But in this video, I wanted to go into detail about Hamilton, Verstappen and Alonso, and when I think they will realistically retire. And I got the inspiration from this video from Perspective's video about when he thought Fernando Alonso would retire. And I would like to respectfully disagree. What's become clear is that Fernando doesn't see age as a factor in his staying in Formula One. In fact, when I was watching his dedicated documentary on Amazon Prime Yes, he does have one by the way, and it's actually pretty good and spans multiple seasons if you're looking for some Formula One documentaries. His personal trainer was remarking that Alonso's fitness was actually better than it was back in the 2010s when he was in the heyday of his Ferrari career. That's crazy! This man literally does not know how to age! He certainly knows how to drive a race car, though. As The Rock once eloquently said, it's about drive, it's about power, we stay baking for an hour. Oh no, wait, that was a parody. But I reckon 2023 has only made that hunger and drive all the more voracious, since he was able to do what Michael Schumacher couldn't do with his comeback for Mercedes. Now, granted, Formula 1 didn't change all that much between 2018 and 2021, except reducing the amount of tyres you could have. Remember 2018? You had all the colours of the rainbow with Hyper Soft, Super softs, Super Duper Soft, Super Cooper Pooper Scooper Softs. It was mad, but I was annoyed we didn't get to see those Super Hards, the orange ones. What was up with that? But still, two years out of Formula One is a pretty big gap, and Fernando was more than able to make up for it and show that he was still competitive, even with an Alpine car that was quite unreliable for him. And when he moved to Aston Martin, it proved all the more so that he still had the competition and he had it in spades. He'll be patient because Aston Martin are currently heading into their fourth year of their five-year plan. And unlike Alpine, they are already meeting their targets with a strong third year. Going into 2024, they are now looking for wins or being in contention for wins on the regular. Then in 2025, they hope to be actually mounting a title challenge. I don't really see that happening right now, but 2024 might prove me wrong. And I feel like unlike the days of old, Fernando is aware of what's going on at Aston Martin and why I think he'll be a little bit more patient than we might have expected maybe even just a few years ago. I don't see him quitting in 2024, since there might be some performance left on the table in the lead up to Aston's new factory fully coming online and their new tools being ready to get them surging up the grid. He'd be kicking himself because he wouldn't be able to go to another team again because there'd be too many young guns coming in and yeah, it would be his call. Aston Martin is his last stop and he would have once again gotten the timing wrong. And also, I feel like Aston's putting no pressure on him leaving whatsoever. They are more than happy for him to stay as long as he wants. He has done his time in Formula One. He has provided them so much glory, that team. Sure, Sebastian Vettel was able to get them a podium and almost a second one before he got disqualified. But Fernando was able to get them multiple positions. They were second in the championship because of him. And that's basically guaranteed his tenure at Aston Martin for forever, basically his contract is almost as untouchable as Lance Stroll's. He's popular, he's successful, and he's valuable in data gathering and experience of F1's evolution. I reckon that when he was signing up the contract to go to Aston Martin, they probably made it absolutely clear about where their position was and where they were looking to go. I feel like when he went to Alpine and then when, when he was McLaren for the second run, he was probably fed a lot of ideas of title, glory, success, podiums and whatnot, and then it didn't come to fruition. Not even close. And that. That's when we start to see all those angry Fernando Alonso quotes because he was frustrated. He was angry. He was sold a pup. Whereas with Aston, I felt like they made it absolutely clear from the start where they were and where they hoped to go. So that's why I feel like Fernando's been a lot less vocal. We barely heard any quotes, maybe some at the end of the year. But for Fernando, he's been relatively mute in that regard on the radio. So in truth, I really don't see him quitting Formula One anytime soon. Maybe he might consider quitting in 2025 if Aston Martin don't follow up their five year plan and they fall off a little bit or they just stop progressing. But I feel like Papastro will make it worth as well just for a little bit longer. See how the 2026 car goes. See how they handle the brand new rule changes. And to be fair, I think these rule changes will be in Alonso's favour. They will be going back to the days where he was in his prime in the 2000s. Much smaller cars, lighter cars. Sure, we're not going to go back to the days of 600 kilogram cars, but it's at least a little closer to Fernando's original liking and where he was at his best. So I don't see why he would give it up there and then, because the cars aren't getting bigger, they're not getting heavier, and they'll be a little bit more simple, almost. 2027 is the time when I think Fernando Alonso will realistically call time, because he might be a little bit more patient with Aston and that rule change. He might like the car. He might not like it. But I feel like he will give them the time that they need to try and get wherever they want to be. But I feel like 2027, 20, no longer after that, because he'll be 46 at that point. He'll have proven everybody wrong about age and determination. He will be like, OK, I've done my bit, I may have been able to get a couple more wins, I challenged for the title, even into my mid-40s, that's great, but I want to go and do something new, or just call it a day, or start a family. He might simply want to go and play GT cars with Max Verstappen for a bit afterwards. Now speaking of... Now this one, I'm very intrigued about Max. He's made himself very clear that getting multiple titles and wins aren't his bag. Stats aren't for him, supposedly. I don't know whether that's true or not. And I feel like the Jim Clark record of the most Grand Slams or shelems, or however you pronounce it. That's the one he probably wants because that's been around since the 60s, that record. And I think that would be a very juicy one to acquire for his trophy cabinet. Also, he's been very vocal about the 2026 rule changes and how he does not like them one bit. How it will be completely changing his driving style. It'll be going against the world of Formula One and its rawness. And Red Bull have surprisingly echoed his sentiments hmm i wonder why they would be echoing his sentiments well if max verstappen goes into 2026 and all of his biggest fears had come true yeah sure he may be competitive but if he's not enjoying it he could easily walk he could easily pull on nigel mansell like he did in 1995 when things weren't going his way at mclaren where he almost barely could fit in the car he just walks red bull will be left without their big star driver but wait, Law. he's got a contract until 2028. You seriously think he will break his contract and just leave? Well, remember how Max Verstappen established himself. Team Verstappen were very adamant about how his time at Red Bull was controlled at the beginning. Sure, it's a lot more relaxed now, but it could easily turn around again if things aren't going his way and he's not got a competitive car anymore and he's simply not enjoying the sport, which means that no matter what team he goes to, it'll be just more of the same. I reckon in an ideal world, he could get a time machine and go back to the days where his father was racing in Formula One in the 90s, where things were a lot more raw. You just got in, drove the car. Sequential gearboxes were brand new and there were no such things as social media gatherings. Sponsor commitments were far less common than they are nowadays, unless you were a McLaren driver when you were just hopped around like some kind of caged animal, according to Ron Dennis. But you just felt like he could just rock up to a race, go and race the car Get on the podium, have a chat to the world for about 20 minutes and then you can go home and then you can go and prepare for the next race. These days, it's a lot more complicated and I think it's going to get a lot more complicated for him and he's just going to be a little bit more weary of it all. And I feel like if the cars no longer become entertaining to drive for him, no matter how competitive he is, he'll just go. He'll go and do something else because in 2026, he'll be 29 and he'll still be in his prime. Well, you could say he's been in this prime for over a decade at this point, and he could probably carry on for another decade after that. But he might want to go and try something else, because we all know he loves his sim racing. He loves his grand touring racing. He loves endurance racing. I can easily see where he's going to go. He's going to want to set up a team of his own, to compete at Le Mans. He's already got a plaything of a Ferrari GT3 car that he recently tested at Portimao, and I can easily see the cogs turning. Once everything's in place and he's got a team good to go, he's got all the personnel he wants, he's got the infrastructure because he has the money, he has the media cloud, sponsors will be clamouring to be on his Max Verstappen team car, I think it's quite likely he'll just walk when everything's ready to go and he can go and race in a different category and try his luck there. That's depending on whether Formula One is still enjoyable or not. But if 2026 comes along and the cars aren't to his liking, he will just go. And he won't care if he's breaking contract. He'll have the money to break the contract. Red Bull will just have to deal with it almost. But if he still enjoys the sport, he will carry on until 2028. But I don't think he'll go on any longer because the same rules will apply. He'll be 31 at that point, And he'll still want to be competitive and still be driving in endurance racing for as long as he can possibly dream for. Sure, You can get a lot more endurance drivers going into their 40s, but I'm pretty sure that he would like to have as long a prime period in that category as possible. If he can have a good 15 years going around the Mon and going around endurance racing in different categories and different sports, as well as doing his sim racing, he'll to go and do that because this guy does not know how to switch off. He goes and does sim racing in the off season. He is constantly thinking about racing. So that's what he's going to go and do he'll go and do another type of car racing. Whereas with the last guy, Lewis, I feel like once he's done with cars, he'll probably be done done with cars, because Lewis Hamilton, he does a lot of things. But his tenure in Formula One, well, talking about his future tenure, is a lot more complicated. Back just six months ago, we weren't sure about his future since his contract was up in 2023, and George could finally take over the reins and pursue his dream for real this time to lead Mercedes into something of his own vision. But then we got both drivers extending their contracts until 2025. George's vision was suddenly put back on the shelf again for arguably a second time. And Lewis subsequently looked more fired up than ever that he had a clear goal about what he wanted to do. It wasn't necessarily just about that eighth title anymore. He's also now been vocal in trying to get Formula One back in Africa once more. At Kyle perhaps? It would be even more legit a world championship if we at least had one or maybe two races there instead of just maybe four or five races in America, Lewis seems even more energized and more willing to get involved and stuck in with the Mercedes mechanics to try and forge back that leadership mentality that's been Mercedes for over a decade at this point. He's more willing to be in the simulator. He's more involved with the car development. He is going to stay in Formula One as long as it takes to get his dream of Africa, as well as get that eighth title, so he can be definitely the undisputed greatest of all time. Well least until somebody wins nine world championships, and that could be Max Verstappen if he carries on enjoying the sport. So for Lewis, it's a little more vague than the other two about when he will actually go, because Hamilton seems keen to stay at Mercedes. And I think Mercedes kind of have to keep him, because if Lewis is like, I'm going to stay in Formula One, I'm good, I'm quite happy to stay, they can't possibly get rid of him or replace him. They cannot give him his P45, because if that happened, the media backlash would be absolutely horrific. Because Lewis Hamilton, he's no regular Formula One driver. He is bigger than Fernando Alonso. He's bigger than Max Verstappen, at least right now. And he has transcended multiple genre of media. Heck, he's a Fortnite character. He has his own brand of monster energy drink. This guy is a household name, even if you don't watch Formula One. He dabbles in music. He dabbles in philanthropy. He's all about trying to get young children into the world of STEM and into F1-centric subjects of study. He does a lot of things for Formula One. If he were to leave on his own terms, that would be bad enough. But if Mercedes basically got tired of him and that he wasn't delivering and they pushed him, that would be absolutely foolish. And they would never hear the last of it. And Lewis Hamilton would make it very clear that he was pushed out. Yeah, he would do that. I wouldn't blame him as well, considering what he has done for Mercedes. But that's not to say he's a liability. Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. Because Lewis Hamilton, he did get those seven world titles, six of them with Mercedes. And that does count for something. He has all of those stats. He does have the tenacity. And if he has the car as well, hopefully the W15 will be the case for him. That means he will be up there. He will be competitive. He has, like Fernando, that hunger and drive to stay in the sport. He has now shown, like Fernando, age is no longer a factor. So he is still competitive. He is still up there. It's kind of like what Fernando has, but 10 times bigger. He has the clout to stay for as long as he wants. Max can stay for as long as he wants. Fernando can stay as long as he wants. These three guys have something that pretty much no other driver has. Well, okay, maybe you can argue Lando, Norris and Charles Leclerc at the moment, because Ferrari and McLaren, they kind of want to keep them. But these three, is way bigger than that at this precise time. So I can easily see Lewis Hamilton staying in the sport until at least 2028. And if Fernando and Max leave any sooner than that, then he'll probably think, great. I'll be effectively unopposed. That maybe some of the other drivers that are the big up-and-coming stars like Lando, Charles, George, Alex Albon, and many of the other future stars that have yet to actually arrive in Formula One, maybe even Oscar Piastri, we might see Lewis be relatively unopposed in 2028. Then he gets his title and then he walks. Simple as that. He'll go and do something else. You might think I'm a bit delusional at this point, and that's okay for you to think that. But I feel like after two contract extensions from Lewis, where it looked really, really serious that he could retire and then he didn't. I feel like right now, like Lance Stroll, his contract is as long as a piece of string. It's up to him when he wants to cut it. Not Mercedes, not anybody else. He has made his goals clear. But will he succeed at that goal? Well, that's not up to me for this video here. And hey, I'm just a ladder man. What do I know?